Let's focus on Campbell River as they become the just the latest community to ban uh, public drug use in public spaces. Uh, the move means drug consumption is prohibited within 15 meters of playgrounds, sports fields, water parks, tennis courts, and bus shelters. This is the second attempt at a bylaw. The first included a fine of $200. That was legally challenged by the Pivot Legal Society. Joining me now to talk about the issue is Kermit Dahl, the mayor of Campbell River. Mr. Dahl, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for the invitation. It's good to be here. Uh, how much of a challenge was it uh, to uh, push through the public drug consumption ban? Other municipalities have been talking about it. A few have passed it. Talk to me a little bit about your community's uh, journey to get to this point. Uh, we're, we really view it as pushing it through, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, we we did run into some... Uh, difficulties along the way and uh, we had to rescind the first one and then reword it a little bit to get something that was a little bit more amicable for island health but ultimately we were just trying to you know give our 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 bylaw and RCMP the opportunity to have some tools to try to deal with some of the uh, activities in our downtown core. I don't think Campbell River is any different than any, probably any other community in BC right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're just trying to balance safety and, and lawlessness. What have you been seeing over the past year, year and a half in regards to you getting to this point of having to deal, wanting to deal with this through this bylaw. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. This doesn't go back a year and a half. This only goes back to January. You know, it it really came about when the decriminalization uh, came into place in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Before that, we <clears throat> there was no need for it because the simple possession of these illicit drugs kept the the open consumption down. But when when decriminalization happened, then there was nothing behind that to stop it from being open open consumption anywhere. And we were seeing it quite a bit in our downtown core. And and since December, we've seen the, the violence escalate in Campbell River exponentially. So I think it's... It's been pretty widely covered that we just had a, a stabbing here on Friday evening, and that was the fifth stabbing in in two months, like significant stabbing that was enough to get the attention of media. Uh, and what do you think is driving it? Is it is it, is it this uh, this controversial decision by the federal government to decriminalize these drugs, or do you think there's something deeper in regards to dealing with mental health and addiction uh, in your community, is, or is, the, is it fundamentally that particular law that was changed that is having this effect? Having that change without having the infrastructure to support the needs of the people suffering, I think is what you know has made this... Uh, culminates in such a huge way of lawlessness in our communities. There, There is no treatment beds for people to, be, to go to. You know, there's no detox centers to go to. 
none of those pieces are in place. There's no secondary housing, no support. So, you know, in, in my opinion, we the province did the easy stuff and uh, the complex and expensive things like developing recovery centers and detox beds and supportive housing, those pieces were ignored. Uh, in, in your community or in your region, uh, you were saying there's not that supportive housing isn't there, the the detox isn't there. Has there been any conversation of uh, providing those services in the next little while, or the short or even medium term, that something like that could be built? Well, I haven't heard of anything, you know, that's in the plans for the the short term, and the city is now working with a table of partners to try to find quick solutions. I'm not sure that that should have been the city's job to have to figure this out. We didn't create this. And we definitely, the way that taxes are structured, we don't have the funding for it. But we're, we're definitely trying to work with uh, our First Nations in Campbell River and uh, Island Health, DC Housing, you know, a, a large group to try and find some solutions to the, the problems that we're having down here. Uh, do you see more communities doing what your community did in regards to passing these uh, public drug consumption bans or with these bylaws uh, prohibiting consumption uh, of drugs, hard drugs, uh, uh, heading in that direction? I know there's been talk of it, and many, uh, many are wanting to, some have. Do you see more communities doing what you just did? I would see the majority of communities doing what we did unless the province comes out and makes uh, provincial regulations around it to save the municipalities from having to do it. If, if there's one thing you could say to Premier Eby, what would you want to say to him today in regards to this issue uh, on behalf of your community and many others that are dealing with this issue, and, and not just the, the, the drug consumption but the broader issues of treatment centers and detox, what would you want to say to him? Those are the things that we need. We, we need the detox beds. We need the treatment centers. We need the secondary supportive housing. And, and immediately we need more uh, supportive uh, OPS sites. Mayor Dole, uh, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jazz. I really appreciate your time.